Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the ACT Podcast. I'm Theo. Hey, fellow middle-aged reptilians, I'm Rain. Hey, people, I'm Chantel. Um, Hey, I'm Gabby, and today we are here with representatives from ASU, Emmy, Summer, Johnny, Jacob, and Kevin. A lot. Okay, so today we're going to be discussing the racism and hate crimes that have occurred during this pandemic against Asians, and first we're going to start off with talking to Johnny. Dang. (laughs) So, like, what are your personal experiences? Honestly, I haven't really encountered a lot of racial acts towards me or anyone, I don't think. Maybe it's because I've been at home most of the time, but then again, uh, don't really see any racial acts towards me. But we do make racist jokes, so have, that's, that's really nothing. Have you seen anything portrayed in the media that was particularly racist? Or uh, I've seen my one of my friends post on Snapchat uh, talking about how an old lady was, I think, got killed due to... Um, I don't know, just race, like a racial act, essentially. Due to be, um, it was like prior towards the coronavirus, so that's why it's like, that's why it's like relevant. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you see any differences with how you've been treating, like before the pandemic, to versus now? Yeah, um, I'm now kind of quiet towards people, <laughs> but I would still show my personality, uh, if I can, if I wanted to. Are you scared you're going to be hate crime because of, like, coronavirus, like, being, like, from China or whatever, and, like, that whole thing with Donald Trump? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, well, like, because th- there's been a spike in anti-Asian crimes recently because of the coronavirus, how do you think we can combat them in our own community? Uh, inform them inform that um it's not really the asian the asian community's fault or any like any people like asians fault it's mostly on the government's fault due to um pretty much not calling out the coronavirus any more like more sooner than it should have been yeah, yeah i think ignorance is a big part of I agree. Definitely. racial discrimination mm-hmm. yeah I think the thing that's, like, weird is, like, the kind of the stereotypes now. Because I think it used to, like, before the pandemic, it was kind of, like, Asians are, like, are, like really smart and, or, like, good at math and, like, and very intelligent. But now it's kind of, like, all Asians have coronavirus. Like, they're the reason why it's here. Yeah, or, like, China virus and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely the stereotypical towards Asians have kind of, like, made itself anew, essentially. Definitely, I can agree with that. But, um, there's actually really no buts around here. But, like, uh, I'm trying to add on something with that. But I don't think I can. How do you feel about that? Um, as long as the jokes are funny, then yeah. (laughs) But then again, it's not cool that we're being treated like this. Because, one, it's unfair. Right. And, two, it's pretty messed up. Because, like, it's not. It's not even our fault in the beginning with. Like, I've heard someone talk about this, like, comparing the coronavirus with, like, a Spanish flu. 
and they keep saying like it's coming from the Spanish. But you know, it, there's like a comparison between that and why it's like it's really messed up to point out the community like it's their fault, even though it's not theirs. Right, right. It's a virus. It's not like a person doing a thing. It's just it's a virus that spreads. Right. Yeah, Anyone can get infected. Like yes. it's not like it's just like Asians <laughs> or like Chinese people. Like it's everyone. Yeah. It's not had has nothing to do with the ethnicity. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that because it can be coming from anyone. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add to your discussion? Um, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you for coming, John. Yes, thank you very much, Johnny. Johnny, sorry. <laughs> John, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so now we're here with Emmy, and we're gonna continue our discussion about um, hate crimes and everything that has occurred during the pandemic. So, Emmy, have you had any personal experiences? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> um, Would you like to talk about them? Yeah, I can. Um, when I, the whole thing happened, uh, we also had the orchestra concert. And everyone around me would joke around saying, oh, let me, let me take one for the team. You, you just have to take me to China. And be like, oh, no, you have a virus, Emmy. Or something like that. How did that make you feel? I mean, it's kind of sad when I say it like this, but, like, I'm kind of used to it. Having, like, like kind of hate, hate, like, talk towards me i guess sorry <laughs> about that those few seconds yes okay <laughs> yes i can cut out those few seconds <laughs> okay continue um it doesn't really i mean it does bother me that it's like kind of normalized that many asian people actually don't care about the racism getting towards them Unless it's like physical, right? right. It's because we talked about this in ASU, but we talked about the ra- race, like racism, and we everyone kind of just like sat there and they're like, we don't really know. We kind of just we're used to it. There's nothing we can really do. Have you noticed a change in the way you were treated since the pandemic? Um. I did get more, like, comments about, like, being Asian. But, again, I'm kind of just used to it. Right. I do know in school, like, it's a lot of, like, oh, like, Asians eat dogs and cats. Like, be careful. Like, don't go eating my dog. Oh, yeah. Like that. So, I, yeah, I've definitely seen it. Mm-hmm. So how does that make you feel when people tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> Again, just I'm kind of used to it, but uh, if I speak up about it, they'll just like, they're like, oh, don't be a snowflake or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it does bug oh, me yeah. that people do say that. And honestly, if you're going to, I think the only people that are allowed to joke about that is like Asian people. Unless mm-hmm. like, you guys are close and you guys can joke about it. But I personally don't think you should be saying it for, like to an Asian that you're not close to, you know? 
Right, for sure. Right. How do you feel about what's kind of been going on with the media, especially at the beginning of this pandemic with a lot of um, our former president saying things like Chinese virus and Kung flu and very um, racist statements like that? It bugs me a lot. And, like, I tried to, like, like I don't know. I don't know. It makes me angry that, like, they had they have a it, the virus has a name and it's not Chinese flu it's not Kung flu flu or whatever it is it's not that it actually has a name that's been everywhere and it does bug me that it's like they're just placing it where it came from and not what its actual name is mm-hmm. right right also, yeah I agree I was um, I think like particular with our former president he was saying things like. Um, you know, Chinese virus, and when he was called out on it, it was like, well, it comes from China, so it's it's not racist, but by connecting something that has nothing to do with race or ethnicity to a race and ethnicity, you are being racist because you're creating that, like, connotation for people, I, which is not I okay. Agree. It, after he said that, it definitely did, like, kind of raise the, like, anti-Asian crimes and, like, violence. And... Like, he said Chinese, not China, which is, Mm -hmm. like, totally two different different things. Like, China's the state, Chinese is, like, the ethnicity. Do you think that we'd be seeing different events in terms of racism if we hadn't had such poor leadership at the start of the pandemic and generally up to the point where we are now? I don't think things would be that different. It would still have, like, racism towards Asians. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially, as I've said before, there was always, like, racism towards, like, Asians. Except it was, like, covered up with jokes. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, it's not racist. It's, like, a joke. Like, calm down. Like, as you said, like, people will call you a snowflake. So I don't think that's... I think it would all... Like, this was kind of an excuse to commit hate crimes instead of just being racist. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think, I, though, to some degree, I think, oops, to some degree, I think it would be slightly different because I think part of, like, our former president said a lot of things, like, um, that kind of made, created a safe space for particularly very conservative white men to, like, be racist or to be homophobic or to be discriminatory in these ways. Because, like, oh, the leader of the president's doing it. So whether that was directly said or not, I think he also planted a lot of these ideas in their head. Definitely. I do I um, do agree with you. Yeah, I think it was just kind of just boiling over to the point where it's like, now like, we're seeing hate crimes more for, like, people that are Asian, even though it's really not their mm-hmm. fault. How do you think we can, like, combat this problem in our community? Um... That's a hard question. Um, I think everyone just needs to realize that Asians are just human too. And like, there are some people that like, don't think we are a minority, Mm -hmm. but like we do experience racism and it's like extreme. And personally I have been like physically bullied for being Asian. And so I just think everyone just needs to be together and, like, realize that racism is very toxic. Mm -hmm. 
Right. I think that goes along with like the stereotypes Asians have, like of being like just really smart. So it's like they have a really nice stereotype, I guess you can say. So it's like, well, we can't be racist against them because they're really smart because we created this whole stereotype that's like, nice. yeah. So I feel like that's also a part of it where it's like people don't believe it because I agree. There is a lot of stereotypes about that stuff. And I mean, there, like, again, Asians joke about it all the time. We kind of de- like deal with the racism, to, like, in a joking form as a coping, I guess. At least I think so. That's what I do a lot. And mm-hmm. we kind of got used to it, and we forgot we forget that, like, it's racism. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we shouldn't be doing this anymore because it's just normalizing, a- like, Asian racism even more. Because other people will think it's okay to joke with another Asian about eating dogs or being a virus or something like that. Right. Yeah, I think it com- like causes more harm than good. Even though it's like at the time, it's like good because you're just coping with it, but then it just like becomes this whole yeah definitely. thing. So, do do you have like anything else you'd like to add? Um, I want to talk about the violence against old, mm-hmm. the elders. Yeah, for go sure. Ahead. Go ahead. It really bugs, like, it really, like, triggers me, I guess, that people go for the weak. And mm-hmm. especially the elders, we respect our elders very much. Like, that's where our, like, ancestry, oh my god, come from. <laughs> and we respect them like they're our god. And seeing them get hurt really does hurt. And people don't realize that. Like, right. if you're killing all these elders, they it does affect the family. It does affect the community because we do respect all elders. Yeah, I feel like it's dividing the community more, if that makes uh-huh. sense. Because it's like you're taking away, as you said, like, this person I view so highly of and you're taking that away from me, it's like it's kind of dividing like the United States even more exactly. than it already it's, was. It's really hurting the community. It's hurting us mentally because it's just they are very important. And there's some people right. there's a lot of people actually around social media thinking that Asian people are comparing it to BLM. We are not. We really don't wanna like compare it's separate. Yeah, it's separate, yeah. and we don't want to like seem like victimizing ourselves. That's why we haven't spoke up, because we did see a change in the community and like the Asian hate crimes and all that stuff. But we d- we decided not to speak up because we felt like this it, it it is happening now where people are comparing the two. And right, I I definitely do see that with like other communities like. With the Hispanic communities, they always try to do that. And it's really annoying because it takes away from, like, the actual thing that you want to get changed, exactly. if that makes sense. That's like, stop the Asian both hate things. isn't the same thing as Black Lives Matter. They both matter, right? But, like, in different things, in different ways. Right. And they're both separate well, movements. But connecting the two just takes away from both yeah. movements. And that's why, right. like, we haven't spoke up about it until recently. But there's been, like... I was on TikTok and there was this woman talking about how Asians are comparing the two like BLM and all that stuff. We're not. We haven't talked about BLM. We just we're just pointing out that please stop hurting the elders 
because they they're already old, they're already frail. They they can get hurt easily. They can die just from a push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think something. Yeah, I've definitely seen that on Twitter. Or like, I remember some girl. Um, she was black, and she was talking about how like anti-blackness is so like strong in Asian communities that she doesn't feel right in supporting the movement. And I was like, that's that's so weird because I feel like it's like I don't know. I feel like it's backtracking everything that she should definitely, stand for. and it's like I like. I, I'm going to sound biased, but, like, there's, it's, I feel like they should be supporting us. And, like, we already support them, at least, like, right. the majority of us. There's a difference between the past and the present. And, yeah, yeah, and no, they, they decide to, like, kind of stereotype all of us, saying that all of us are, like, anti-black, but we really aren't. The majority of us, like, especially the millennials and, like, Gen Z, we're all, like, together with the Black people and, like, the BLM movement. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of in every single community. I've seen that in my own community where it's, like, um, we're seen as very anti-Black, like, Hispanics. But, like, honestly, I don't really think that, especially as you've said, like, younger generations. Like, we're really, like, we, we support the movements, right? And, I don't know, it's kind of weird when they're, like, you don't support us when it's, like, it's not my fault about the past, as you said. Uh-huh. Right. And um, just kind of going back to that, like, violence and, and loss, particularly, like, with that cultural um, respecting of the elders and, like, mm-hmm. how that, that just hurts the whole community because it's a cultural thing. But um, it's, like, I think a lot of people who, especially those who don't care about the virus or the pandemic or any of that, tend to think like oh well like people die right but like when that affects you it's like a bunch of people are like heartbroken and they're dealing with grief and loss and you have to like have a funeral and like it's this whole painful process and so if you're like okay yeah like well one asian person died who cares it's like but all of their family is now in pain because of a hate crime that didn't have to happen right and I feel like funerals, it's, like, sometimes you can't even have mm-hmm. it. Like, especially now with, like, the whole pandemic, it's, like, well, sometimes you can't even go to see, like, the person who has passed away. And, uh, you know, that happened with my great-grandma. Like, that was really sad. Like, I wasn't able to go to Mexico to go visit her and, and like, say goodbye. But, like, I still, like, I believe in the coronavirus. Obviously, I'm not trying to get that and. And I stayed inside and I didn't go. So I feel like, especially with this whole rise and, like, the elderly, like, getting killed or, like, hate crimes against, that's, like, why would you do that? It's, like, your grandma being hate crime, too. I don't know why they don't, like, look, I don't know, like, compare themselves with that, too, if that makes sense. Like, it's, like, if your grandma was doing, like, if someone did that to your grandma, how would you feel? Like, put yourself in their shoes. And then, I think. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I was gonna say. I think it's especially scary that it's been happening in predominantly Asian communities too. Uh-huh. And it's it sucks because usually, at least for me, if someone passes away, we do like have like, like kind of like a get together to like. Uh, I don't know how to like describe it. Kind of like to like. Um, respect, I guess. Like, give them mm-hmm. respects. Like, give them mm-hmm. our respect. Like, we light up, like, like, 
insolence, I think they're called, right? And like give them like a little prayer and all that stuff. And but especially for COVID, it can't really happen. We can't have like a get together, and we kind of just have we kind of just like sit there and do like we can't really do anything like when they when they're dead. All right. Yeah, and I feel like going to like the grieving stage is like really hard. Like trying to cope with someone dying, especially from like a hate crime. And knowing it was because they were Asian, I feel like that would be, like, so hard. Like, I feel like that's so heartbreaking. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean, do you have um, anything else you'd love to add? I don't know. Cool. Well, okay. Thank you thank for you having for me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. now we're going on to our next interview. or like, just talking with the next person or whatever jacob so yeah what's up <laughs> yeah so what are your personal experiences like during no, this pandemic i haven't had much personal experience because of the next so um, yeah i haven't had much uh personal experience have you noticed a difference in how you've been treated since uh, like before the pandemic and then a pandemic. Yeah, sort of. Um, you know, whenever I go somewhere, it's like it's very different than how it used to be. You know, um, in what ways is it um, different? It's like um, how I interact or um, how they interact with me sometimes. Um, no, it's uh, it's kind of weird, but you know, it's um, it's very different, and um, because they're um, I don't know how to say this, but um, they just um, they like weird yeah, around yeah. you, something like that. So, how do you think we can, like, combat that issue? Um, combat the issue? Mm. Um, I think in the past, um, like, we've been protesting, um, or people have been protesting because it's not, you know, not right, or uh, there's a lot of things that are, like, there's problems in that scenario so I think um, I think protesting is a combat in our community but um, you know there's always like people who are you know biased um, so yeah I think protesting would help combat that in our community and help spread the word just uh, Asian crimes or hate crimes in the United States. How do you feel about um, how the current pandemic has like been represented in media, particularly with our former president who would call it like the Chinese virus or Kung flu? Like, how do you feel like that has impacted? No, 
I feel like it, it relates to, um, I feel like it is um, very wrong in a way because, um, it, it, you know, it did come from China, but um, it's not right to call it that. And it is very similar to um, something that uh, in the U.S., uh, the United States had um, did in the past, you know, about the Japanese American uh, after the Pearl Harbor attack. Um, it kind of relates to that, but not really. But I feel like it's not right. And it's just, you know, wrong in a way to call it that. Yeah, there definitely is a resemblance in the terms of like discrimination yeah. and um, racism that's going propaganda on. Propaganda too. Oh, I feel like for there's sure. There's a lot of propaganda, especially with our president. Oh, yeah. um, ex-president. I mean, ooh, finally, <laughs> but there was a lot of propaganda, like spoken and just like shown as well. Okay, Johnny, do you have... Johnny? Why did I call you Johnny? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Uh, Jake, Jacob, do you have anything um, else to add today? You know, I think that'll be it. Um, I don't have really much to say about, uh, you know, uh, racism and hate crime uh, during this pandemic. Uh, especially with the pandemic, you know, there's not much to do. Because I'm mostly in my parents' uh, home, so it's like I kind of rarely ever go out and do stuff or interact. But um, sometimes when I do go out, it's it's like uh, yeah, it feels a little bit different how it used to be. Sure. Well, thank you uh, for yeah. joining us today. Yeah. Thank you very much. So for our last interview, we're going to be interviewing Summer, and we're going to be talking about the racism and hate crimes that have occurred during this pandemic. So, so what have you been? Uh, well, my apologies. What have your personal experience be- have been like? Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um. To be honest, like my personal experience with the whole Asian hate crime, I haven't gotten too much hate if that makes sense um mm-hmm. like compared to others I would say that I haven't gotten like comments or from people eating on me um but I have gotten like a couple stares whenever I do leave my house so. mm-hmm. yeah so how do you feel about the other, like, ongoing anti-Asian crimes? Just racism? I, I don't know how to explain it out very well. Um, it's a lot of different emotions when um, you hear your own race getting hate for. And it's just upsetting overall, especially with how all the news lately of how people hurting the most vulnerable it's been mm-hmm. it's been shocking really yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And we mentioned that uh, in the Asian community, the elderly are high, like highly respected. Yeah. So, how does that, like, has that affected you? And like the way the elderly yeah. have been treated. I live with my grandmother, and it sucks because it's always scary, and we always have to take caution. Like whenever she wants to go out, we're like, you can't do that because we just don't want to risk anything. Mm-hmm. And then hearing all the other elderly, it's what Emmy said earlier. It's the elderly are very respected in the Asian community because they're like the first. If that makes sense. Sorry. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, how how do you think we can combat the issue? that we're facing right now? I feel like saying that people should be educated and yeah, I can like say that, but it hasn't been really much like done on that and educating people. I mean, we can tell one another and such, but it's hard when there's some people who just don't really listen <laughs> I don't know um, yeah I yeah I agree with you I feel like people should be more educated on coronavirus especially that like anyone can get it it wasn't like it's not just mm-hmm. Asians like spreading it right right it's not connected right, to just like any right just like or any virus, virus yeah mm-hmm. anyone can be affected it doesn't matter your age like you said, it doesn't affect a certain race. It's glo- global. Yeah. Right. Have you noticed yeah. any changes in how you've been treated um, before to during the pandemic? Um, like I'm not really I'm not really aware of my surroundings to be honest. Um, but I have noticed that there are people who have been more cautious in the sense when they're around me um, especially like with COVID and everything obviously we want to be cautious with one another because we don't want to spread any sickness but yeah I think what Jacob said last time about like the mm-hmm. Japanese internment camps and like the whole thing that happened with that is really interesting because people were scared of like Japanese people during that time so it's like it feels really similar to that like where people are really cautious of just like mm-hmm. anyone who looks like an Asian <laughs> so like, it's like there I feel isn't like it's really just similar. like one ethnicity in the Asian race like there's multiple cultures and everything that build it up right yeah for sure yeah yeah, and I feel like, as you said before, like, people aren't really educated on, like, ethnicity, race, or any of that. I feel like a lot of, mm-hmm. or religion, for that matter. I think it's, like, Christianity, white people, like, straight, you know? It's kind of, like, that's really pushed. And I feel like that's why we get a lot of discrimination towards, like, mm-hmm. people and like Asians and things like that. The push for equality, I feel like we talk about equality and we want it, but there hasn't Personally, to me, I haven't seen a whole lot 
and making sure it's equal for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Asian community. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that as well. From what I've seen, it's like there's definitely a lot of racism targeted towards Asians, but like in jokes, but like, it mm -hmm. like flies by as well. And I feel like sometimes, because Asians are the ones like making the jokes, it's kind of like it's that mm -hmm. their way of coping, right? But it's like white people or whoever, are like, oh well, it's a joke. Like I can say it too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's like it's it just hard. doesn't work like oh, that. Sorry. Yeah, my, I was just gonna say like my family does a lot of that, like telling super racist jokes. And when anyone says anything like, "Hey, that's kind of racist," they're like, "Well, it's just a joke. Like it's true. Like, well, that no, it's not." And that doesn't make it okay. You're being mm -hmm. racist, mm -hmm. and like, right. really sad that it's become like normal. Like people have said it bluntly and don't get caught for it because it's joke or whatever right it's like well it was a joke like why are you getting so offended and it's like i have a reason mm -hmm. to get offended like i'm like you're getting hate crime for things like this for just being asian yeah i definitely feel like a lot of people are very ignorant of like different cultures and things like that for sure <laughs> So do you have anything else to add? I so. just I don't know. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. Thank you for having us today. Yes, thank you very much. So, okay, we definitely learned a lot about their experiences, and I think it was like I kind of was thinking about like everything that like. Mm -hmm went on in school as well for like me and what I've seen and like I would definitely realize like oh my god wow they've definitely right. like, made a lot of jokes to cope with the racism they faced and I barely realized that like right now when they were like talking to me because it was like it like like they've said like it was a joke so it's like being normalized that like you don't really like think much into it especially when it's like they're the ones doing it yeah something that I found really surprising and actually kind of heartbreaking is that like they think like the uh, multiple people mentioned like they're used to mm -hmm. it or like it's just normalized right. in the community and that I feel like that is so wrong oh my god like that shouldn't be okay but somehow it's become okay right I feel like that's kind of like jokes become this thing where it normalizes racism I feel like we've definitely seen that with a lot of communities of minorities like, with the black community, it's like, oh, your dad mm -hmm. left for milk. Like, things like that. And then for the Hispanic, Latino community, it's like, oh, like, go back to the border. Like, we're going to throw you over the border and things like that. Where it does normalize racism. And it's like, like, you don't think about that. Like, but, wow. Was, yeah, you don't really think about, like, how the jokes actually, like, if they're um, trying to cover, yeah, like, if they're how trying they're to cover up their pain or something yeah. like that. You never think about that whenever someone makes a joke. And like, oh, if someone's like trying to target you with racism mm -hmm. by saying this joke, it's like, oh, you've said it before, so like, uh huh, it's funny, right? And it's like, no, I said it to cope, like, <laughs> chill. It's like, I, this is a really weird comparison, but like, unless you've been oppressed by a slur, you can't use that mm -hmm. slur, you don't have the right to, right? Like, 
there's like reclaimed slurs like the word queer used to be a slur and now it's like some people use it as an identity and like that's great but like if you haven't been oppressed by something you don't have the right to use it yeah i agree with you 100 so it's like if if you're not the oppressed you don't get to joke Mm -hmm. about the oppressed right and i feel like a lot of people don't understand that it's like i don't know it just feels like common sense to me but like I've never joked about it, right? But I've definitely heard of, like, Asians being like, ah, like, we'll go eat your dog. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it never, like, crossed my mind that it would be something that was, like, covering, like, the, the racism they face or, like, people saying that to them and, like, this and that when, like, it's not true. Like, Asian people don't eat dogs um, or cats. Like, they, <laughs> they don't mm-hmm. go around eating And them if that, they do, like, it's just for cultural oh, it's ridiculous. Reasons. Like, we eat meat. Yeah, they're not about to, like, kidnap their, their like, dog. Okay, like, okay, we eat yeah. beef and meat like that. And then in some cultures, that's not acceptable. Right. So then, that's just, it's... A, Right. Or pork. Some cultures, that's not acceptable. So, it's the same thing as dogs and cats. So, I don't know what the issue is. It's just cultural. Right. For sure. And, like, like in fancy restaurants, like, people are looking for, like, quail eggs Mm -hmm. and, like, duck (laughs) and, like, things like that. So, it's, like, it's so disrespectful. I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Chantel, do you have any takeaways that you'd like to add? I would like to say that after hearing all the experiences from the representatives featured on our episode today from ASU. We really need to do something about this issue. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just... Right. Right. Like, stop it's normalizing not... this behavior. And it's not like, just that, you know. Yeah. But it hasn't gone away. And in my opinion, this kind of resembles the Chinese Exclusion Act of 1882, where we see a lot of these prejudices. Yeah. And I don't think we should be taking steps backwards in society, but yet here that's where we're at right now. Right. Right. And like it makes me so angry. Like I know a lot of them were like, Well, I just like upsetting like hearing that made me so angry. Like, <laughs> like yeah, like know, why are you not enraged right now? I'm yeah. so angry about this. And, and you're like, Oh, I, I get it. Like, no, you should not be okay with it. Right. I feel like it's definitely because of their calm nature. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I would literally like... Yeah. Oh, I mean, we get mad about so everything. <laughs> right. But, you know. <laughs> like, I wish we could do something, you know? Like, I know. It's just one of those things where it's like, stop being an idiot. Like, research facts about, like, coronavirus. Like, can you do that at least? Or, like, can you just, like, stop being mm-hmm. so racist? <laughs> and, like, admit that you're racist at least? Like, it's so angering and it's so unbelievable that, like, there are actually people like this in the world that, like, are racist. And, like, I think often those people you can't really reason with. Like, I've right. I've tried. I've seen others try and they just fail. And it's, like, well, I'm just, like, putting myself through. Like, opening myself up to insults, mm-hmm. too, doing that. So it's, right. it's weird. Like, how do you like, talk to someone who's so idiotic? Like, uh, for sure. Chantel was so saying stupid. something. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just said, ultimately, it's quite infuriating. I think that yeah. if we see, like, some, we, like, each one of us, if we see, like, an elderly or Asian, just like an Asian person, and they're being harassed, we should, like, jump in. Right. I know. 
Yeah. Or if I saw that, oh, I would. I would not. I'll go I would, crazy. Yeah, I'll go lose... crazy. I would literally lose everything. Like I don't care if I get arrested. I would <laughs> start going at it. Like it's all that, of my that's sanity. so disrespectful. Right. Especially like in my own culture. Like I don't know, Shintam, but like in like. I respect my elders, like, we're also respectful of our elders, and, like, they're everything, you know, like, like, the original, I guess, as, um, I think it was Summer who, she said that, and, like, at funerals, like, they're really hard, because, like, it's, like, this person that you look up to so much has, like, left, and, like, with coronavirus, like, for us, we celebrate their lives, you know, and we play music, we, like, throw them flowers, like, we do all this stuff, so for, like, so I can't just imagine, like, someone, like, killing, like, the elderly and then, like, not even being able to celebrate their life. Like, that's so angering and infuriating, honestly. Any more thoughts? I, no, I don't have. Okay. No. Right? Well, again, thanks to ASU for joining us on today's episode. I'm Rain, a.k.a. Prince Philip. I'm Chantel. And I'm Gabby. And I'm Thea. We'll see you next time <laughs> in Middle Aged.